Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We are on the radio from 1 until 4 live. Then after 4 o'clock, you could hear us endlessly on the iHeart app. What? The uh, It's called... I'm not doing an endless show. John and Ken on demand. That's the podcast. And there was a story today that some people are listening to podcasts uh, 24-7. You are going to get to that story that's, later. This that's hour. right, and I thought this is my follow up to yesterday's story on loneliness. Yes, about how people at grocery stores want to go to the checkout cashier to talk to them. Right, this is kind of the same thing. More loneliness. Yeah. Well, look, we're here for the lonely, and if you need two voices in your head all day and night, we're the guys for you. Okay. And it answered a question I have. I see people walking around always with like the AirPods in their ears, like mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. I guess that's probably what they're doing. They that's can't it. be without a voice in their head. Right. So it'll be a vagrant. Think of can you think of two better voices than our voices in your head? It's a good selling job to do with that story. That's yeah. I got exciting news. Uh, Petco, Southern California Petco stores are now open as cooling centers for pets. So if you want to drop them off there to get cool. (laughs) No, it is true. (laughs) So they'll take on your. 
All pets of all breeds, shapes, and okay. sizes. They'll have access to clean water, and they'll be able to sit and cool uh-huh. in case you don't have air conditioning at home. Now, their owners can't stay there, though. Just I, the pets. Well, then they have to babysit the pets. Because, because who would bring your pet to a Petco cooling center? It would be vagrants, right? So they better watch what walks in there. Because I go to Petco all the time. I don't want, want to run into Mr. Vagrant, Mr. Right, Method. So just over a week later, while the world is looking more normal again, the hurricane is not coming to Southern California. It is bearing down on Florida. We're going to get a report now from Jim Ryan. ABC News for KFI was posted in Tampa. This is expected to hit the Gulf Coast there. Let's find out the latest. Okay. Is it the end of the world, Jim? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Good. Thanks, Jim. Has everyone fled but Bye-bye. you? <laughs> they have fled, yeah. They fled. They headed for higher ground, literally higher ground. Yeah. Uh, well, or clear across the state to the east. They went over to Orlando or somewhere else, maybe up toward uh, Georgia. But, of course, the storm is going to follow them up to Georgia and then into the Carolinas later in the week. But for right now, it is a Category 2 hurricane. It just reached that at the last update when the, the, the National Weather Service uh, gave its update. The, the winds now are sustained at 100 miles per hour. The, the storm is still coursing toward the north uh, through the historically warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico, and that's giving it a lot of energy. And so by the time it makes landfall, pro- probably tomorrow morning sometime, it's going to pack a powerful punch. Could be up to Hurricane 3, Category 3 status. And what's, now, it, the, oh, oh, go ahead, John. what's the, what cities are going to get at the worst? Like, where is it headed? Where is it most likely to dump the most rain and the 100-mile-plus winds? Well, Thank God. It probably won't hit a big, major city. It's going to be up to the north of Tampa, but between Tampa and Tallahassee in what they call the Big Bend area, right where the the, the peninsula meets the Florida Panhandle, right there in the crotch. It's going to be a big kick in the crotch. <laughs> I don't wow. think they call it the crotch. <laughs> no, they don't. The Florida crotch. <laughs> but th- there's a lot of nature preserved there. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. They're, they're, the Big Bend uh, seagrasses, aquatic preserve is there. And you're right. There's a lot of... Um, of uh, you know, valuable real estate. They're historically and naturally valuable, uh, but uh, it's not people. Uh, fortunately, there are some small communities there. They're all being evacuated now. These evacuations are uh, uh, mandatory in places like Tampa, right along the shoreline. But up there in in uh, the area where it's expected, where the modeling is showing that it's going to make landfall, uh, there aren't any real coastal communities. They're not within. You know, spitting distance of the shoreline. They're five or ten miles inland, which should protect them from yeah. the worst of the storms. Because the government has, like, cordoned off huge areas in that part of Florida as a nature preserve. Mm-hmm. So there's nobody living there yeah. where, where the center of the hurricane is supposed to hit. So I think yeah. my question was, didn't they get hit with a hurricane on that part of the state a couple of years ago that caused big storm problems? Storm well, surge? Hurricane uh, Ian, a year Ian, ago, that's the one. right, struck down around, well, south of Cape Coral and Fort Myers. They did a, It was the third costliest storm in Florida history, billions, something like $100 billion damage, 161 people died. And so this storm comes along less than a year later, and folks in Tampa sit up and say, you know what, uh, remember what happened about a year ago? Perhaps we should pack our bags and go away, and that's what they've done. Yeah, that's what it, you're seeing. People are actually leaving. Yeah, sure. Well, it's yeah. in Fort Myers because we we I drove we drove through that a few months ago because hmm. my wife spent a lot of time growing up in Sarasota, and Fort Myers, the beach area, was completely obliterated. 
Yeah. Because they went to bed and they were told that the, the hurricane was going to travel well north. And overnight, it took a right turn that nobody expected. Sure. And so they they were waking up to a, a complete devastation. Just blew almost every building on the on the barrier islands right uh, off their moorings well certainly that's why and these storms they're the science has gotten very good over the years but still it's not perfect and it could take a right turn it could smash right into Tampa where I'm sitting right now or it could turn a little to the left and go up into Tallahassee but for now the modeling shows that uh, in 13 hours from right now it should be hitting right around that uh, big bend area and you're staying right there, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. You're gonna you're gonna stay through the storm. He's gonna stand outside. Report. On. I'm not in television. It's not as dramatic <laughs> if you're in radio and you stand outside and get blown say, around. Do the do the radio guys make fun of the TV guys for all that uh, theater that they oh, pull yeah. off? Yeah, where they're yeah. where they're grabbing the and they uh, make fun of us before our our tiny paychecks and whatnot. So. Well, but we could hear the wind if you stood out there. We'd hear the wind on the radio, right? Let's see what we can hear right now. As a matter of fact, it's over the window. <laughs> Oh, I do hear it, yeah. Do you hear a little bit? Yeah. Oh, definitely hear that, yeah. I mean, these are just the way outer bands. It's nothing to write home about. (laughs) But you open up your hotel room window. And is there another storm out in the Atlantic that's sort of making its way? Franklin. Franklin Franklin is the next one. And it's it's not expected to affect the United States at all, but it is a monster, too. If you get a chance, check out some of the video captured by the International Space Station today. It flew over or passed over these two big hurricanes out there. Beautiful, beautiful images of these gigantic storms with clearly defined eyes. I mean, they're they're beautiful to look at, but terrifying to live through. Now, people in Florida, though... They're kind of jaded about this some, in some ways, aren't they? They get so many hurricanes. Well, they do, but it's been, you know, this part of Florida, the West Coast, really hasn't seen that many lately. Now, that one last year, I think, put a, a scare in everyone, the one down there by Fort Myers. And so, and, and that's a good thing because people won't be complacent, perhaps. I yeah, think. I, I read that uh, this specific area that the hurricane is aimed at hasn't yeah. seen one of these in 172 years. Right. Yeah, and and so uh, considering that uh, we had one just 11 months ago and this one comes in now, and I think people, and and in fact, if you looked at Interstate 4 this morning, headed east over toward Orlando, it was jam-packed with people leaving Tampa, getting out of here. And uh, were it not for Hurricane Ian last year, people might have gotten complacent and said, you know, it's been a long time. We haven't had anything. There's no reason to leave. All right, Jim, we'll probably check in with you tomorrow, see how you did. Stay inside your car there. Okay, see you guys. All right. It's Jim Ryan, ABC News, 3KFI, who's in Tampa, Florida. Uh, given, and we heard the rain. I could hear that quite clearly yeah. as he opened the window there. As uh, the outer bands of the, this hurricane are starting to hit the Gulf Coast of Florida, and they are expecting some storm surge. When we come back, and it's interesting when you look at this story because the El Segundo Times has a link from six months ago. L.A. promised to stop wasting so much storm water. Progress has been painfully slow. So that was six months ago when we had a pretty rainy winter. Well, what happened a week ago or so yesterday? We had this Hurricane Hillary come through. Can you guess if we were able to capture much of the storm? Anybody have a guess? (laughs) What did they do in the last six months? This is why we're in this endless idiot loop. And we'll talk about it when we come back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. 
Remember, we're on the air from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, it's the podcast. John and Ken on demand. Or you can call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886 to reach the Moist line. Well, you've heard this before. Whenever we have a heavy rain, we don't capture much of it. And, of course, last winter was pretty rainy into early this year. We didn't capture much. And the story from last week's big storm, Hillary, that hit is pretty much the same deal. This time we get something of an explanation for it from the El Segundo Times. It's because we don't have enough infrastructure Mm. to capture all the stormwater. So the infrastructure gets overwhelmed and the rest just runs off to the ocean. They've had decades to build the infrastructure. I really resent being lectured by these... uh, ninnies whenever there's uh one of their fake droughts or whether they want to squawk about their climate change nonsense and they're always squealing about how we're wasting water and the more time goes on and we find out what the truth is that 80 percent of the water is used by agriculture that people use maybe six percent of the water supply it's true go look it up people use six percent of the water supply and we find out that most of the rain from last year, which was which was one of the heavier rainfalls we've had, I, I think it probably was uh, you know the third or fourth heaviest uh, winter in the last 30, 40 years, something like that. Right. And most of it went out to sea. All of Hurricane Hillary went out to sea, and I'm I'm about to smack these people in the face. It's like, would you shut up with your droughts? And water shortages, and we have to do conservation, and I can't water my lawn on a Monday, and I can't wash my car on a Saturday. It's like, shut up. Because your job with our tax money is to build the damn infrastructure. And you know what they do? They have these water bonds. They always get passed. I think there's a county one, there's a state one. What are you doing with that? If you're Mm -hmm. only building, it says here that they were able to capture 10,000 acre feet of water from Hillary's rainfall. This is LA. That's 3.2 billion gallons. That's 40,000 households for a year. How many households do you think there are in the city of Los Angeles? Possibly a million or something like that. So it's only 7% of the water the city's captured since October. And, and it's a tiny fraction of what fell from the sky. Right. And, right. and so they're, 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 they're getting just basic, proportionally just a few drops from these storms. It's all going out into the ocean, and it, it wouldn't matter, except we gave them billions of dollars. But all these water agencies are completely corrupt and lazy, and they're mm. run by stupid people. How could you get billions of dollars and not have all this built decades ago? Says your county operating spreading grounds captured approximately 8,600 acre feet of stormwater during Hillary's storms. That's 2.8 billion gallons, but that's only 2% of the county. 2% of the county's stormwater has been captured since October. So that's all. 98% is getting through. So, so 98% is flushed out into the ocean. We capture 2%. Right. And the I city re- did a little better. They captured about uh, 7%. And I, the, 93% made it through. And the propaganda guys at the El Segundo Times, I remember a few years ago, wrote a glowing story on stormwater infrastructure, a major investment. Well, I guess they spent the money by now. Or are they sitting on it? Uh, did they invest it in the stock market? What did they do? Uh, did they buy Epstein's Island? I mean, what did they do with all the money 
because they're letting 98% of the rainwater go out to the sea. And so honestly, they should shut up for the rest of our lives. Oh, yeah. It was called the Safe Clean Water Program passed by L.A. County voters in 2018 as Measure yeah. W. Yeah. $300 million annually for projects to capture and clean stormwater. All right. So that's... The story they did in February said, though, progress has been slow. So that's five years. That's a billion and a half dollars. And they're only collecting 2% of the water that falls from the sky. They're, they're thieves. All these guys are criminals. They're just stealing money and they're giving themselves huge salaries. That's the truth of it. How, how could you in five years with a billion and a half dollars and you're still only at 2% of the water captured and then you're giving us lectures? The only good side to all this, when it rains, at least the groundwater gets replenished. That doesn't run off. It runs into the ground. It's absorbed by the soil because mm -hmm. that was a big problem throughout the state during the low rain years. They were running out of uh, groundwater. It was getting pumped out. Remember the farmlands up in central and northern California? They were collapsing because they were pumping so much groundwater. They were out. sinking. Probably causes earthquakes. <laughs> All right. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
Well, uh, last Saturday was supposed to be in San Francisco the Downtown Doom Loop Walking Tour. We did the story a couple weeks ago and it first got advertised and some people were suspicious that it was fake, that nobody would really organize a tour to point out the open-air drug use, the closed stores, the dirty streets. They thought it was a hoax story. Well, the Downtown Doom Loop walking tour did not take place, but it was not a hoax. It was a San Francisco commissioner who put together the planned tour. His name is Alex Ludlum. He's on, what a name, the Commission on Community Investment and Infrastructure. He's resigned. The tour didn't take place and he resigned from the position, I guess because of all the blowback that how dare you do something so negative in our beautiful city. Instead, they did the Tenderloin walking tour, a more positive look that had about 80 people show up. Uh, Isn't this fascinating about human nature? We were talking about this the other day. If you tell the truth, you're, you're chased out of town. You're booed <laughs> off the stage if you tell the truth. If, if, you, if you sell a fantasy, it's like, oh, this is wonderful. If you lie, they applaud. If you tell the truth, they get angry. I'm reminded of Buffalo. Now, why would I say that? As you know, I went to school there. Yeah. Flashback. And I used to run into residents who lived there. And I thought, man, eh, when I'm done, I'm not going to live here. But they got very defensive. People who were born and raised and still live there circled the wagons and act like, why would you say that? It's a beautiful, small city. But you look at the population figures, and for the most part, people left. What, what, people left. People always, most, of the, most people, right, always carry on as if their hometown is the greatest thing in the world. If they stayed there. If, right, if they stayed there. Yeah, people because, who leave don't always say that. Because right? they, they don't want to be seen as a loser. If they, hmm, if they you're say, right, that's what it is, it, right? It's a self-defense mechanism in order to justify the decisions they've made in life, or the way well, the the outcome of their life has been. I met some of those Buffalo people because we worked with them in upstate New York, right? We there did, were some Buffalo right. people, and you you were right. They, they, they were get all, defensive. Oh, right. they, yes, they were belligerent. If you made a Buffalo joke, it's like sit down. I've but been to Buffalo. The stats yeah. don't lie. People left Buffalo. They left Detroit. They're leaving San Francisco. All of your happy talk can't deny the reality. The stores are closing. People are leaving, and there's a reason for that. It's a mess right now. Urban decay. This guy said, I regret that my attempt to bring attention to the deplorable street conditions and rampant criminality in my neighborhood has been misconstrued as a mockery of suffering individuals. Satire is a poor way to address <laughs> the grave issues we face as a city. He wrote a letter to you, the mayor. You know, that was kind of a backhanded way to uh, like stand his ground there. It was. <laughs> but you know what? He should be blatant and open about it. He should say, look, this is a hellhole, okay? There's literally thousands of drug addicts dying in the street. So stop stop living in your fantasy world, expecting all of us to sugarcoat and go along with your nonsense. You're all lying. That's what he should do. Everyone's so afraid of the truth. It's fascinating how the human mind works. Uh, he Originally, when they advertised this tour, I like this sentence. 
You can come see the outposts of the nonprofit industrial complex and the deserted department stores. Mm -hmm. And that's what we call it, too, the homeless industrial complex. He calls it the nonprofit industrial complex. These are just these organizations that feed off all the public dollars to, quote, solve the problems that they don't solve. It is a racket. Put out happy press releases like we talked about an hour ago that the county did on all those homeless uh, RVs out there in East Gardena. Same thing. They just put out happy press releases, but the problems persist. The homeless executives are evil. They're absolute evil. They are sucking dry the taxpayer and all the people who donate money to these causes, and they try to shield themselves with this holier-than-thou halo that look at the beautiful things we're doing for the downtrodden. They're probably as cynical and negative as we all are. But they're making so much money, they try to shame you into not criticizing them. They try to shame this guy for telling the truth. And, you know, that's where the big war is in this country. It's between people who see the truth and people who have a financial interest in pretending this truth doesn't exist. And their weapon is to try to use shame. And you should never back off to these people. Because if, if you if you actually stand in there, you're going to win because you're right. Like the Tenderloin District is a disgusting hellhole. And it doesn't matter how many people criticize this Alex Ludlam. They're still wrong. And that place is still gross. And he can't, he says it comes down to one problem, unchecked drug dealing. Yeah. That's the root of all our current problems. And everything will suffer, especially downtown, until the markets are closed. Right. Because they decriminalized drug use. Public drug use, they stopped arresting people. They stopped forcing people into treatment. They and they do harm reduction, which is to give people which, needles, Narcan. Which is to give them drugs and to help facilitate the drugs. So, so they've done the opposite of what would work. And so they have, this is the proper outcome. I mean, if, if I had never heard of this, you told me, okay, we're no longer going to arrest for drug possession. We're not going to put them in jail. We're not going to force them into treatment. And we're going to give them all the tools they need to continue to inject themselves with dangerous poisons. I would say, hmm, okay, you know what's going to happen? You're going to end up with thousands of people stumbling like zombies in the street, and eventually they're all going to die. That would have been my sight unseen, right? And of course, you've said that before. Maybe that is the solution, just to let them all die. That's what the, these well, politicians are doing. Well, do you? Th- that's what I'm saying. They don't care when they do their public service uh, scaremongering about, hey, you know, it's really hot today. Go to a cooling center, or hey, it's uh, we got a hurricane coming. Better go to dry. They don't really care. Isn't that, it odd, that, though? This is the same that, crowd that wants to control your life, what car you drive, whether or not you live in an urban setting, right? Because but, it's about control. But instead, when it comes to all the drug people lying on the sidewalk, uh, they don't care. They don't try to control their lives. Just let it be. No, they, they want to it. control their lives of people who've succeeded in capitalism. That's who they want to punish. The failures, uh, the people who fail at competing, they want to turn into these uh, noble uh, you know, noble creatures, noble success stories. Oh, it, oh they, or they, reasons to overturn the system. Right, 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 exactly. Use them as fodder for their arguments like, look, all these people dying in the streets. Obviously a failure of capitalism. And then the people who succeed in a capitalist society, it's like, well, you have to be punished. We have to take away your money. We're going to control where you drive and how and what time you drive. And we're going to, you know, that, 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 that's what's at the base of this ideology, the base of this belief system. All right. When we come back yesterday, we brought you a chapter on the epidemic of loneliness. The El Segundo Times featured people who go to the grocery store and look to talk to the cashier. 
Another chapter on loneliness is people who can't stop listening to podcasts mm. every minute of every day. We'll tell you that story coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And we're in favor of that kind of loneliness. <laughs> You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio 1 till 4, and then after 4 o'clock, it's the John and Ken On Demand podcast. gets uh, posted on the iHeart app. And uh, this is a cure for your loneliness. The Washington Post has been doing a series, just I think like the El Segundo Times has been doing, on Americans suffering from loneliness. <laughs> I have a series that examines how technology can bring us together, but also tear us apart. And this story, the one they posted this week, is about people who listen to podcasts 24-7, non-stop, around the clock. Some, even when they doze off, it's still in their ears. I think that's great. I, you do? Yes. In fact, I have a suggestion. <laughs> if there's one podcast to listen 24-7, what would that be? Can I guess? Go ahead. The John and Ken On Demand podcast. That is correct, sir. Mm. <clears throat> You'll never be alone. There's, there's four of us. <laughs> there's four voices in your head. Do the podcast come with her, her news and stuff, too? Oh, no. no, they don't. But they mm. come with her vegan lectures. Oh. <laughs> those make the cut. <laughs> and those moist line people taking shots at her. Right, exactly. So you can hear Riveting. Const constant vegan debate. Kyra Pellant. It's a person's name, Kyra or Kira. Kira Pellant? She lives in L.A. She wakes up at 6 a.m. and puts her AirPods and starts listening to podcasts. Shows about wellness, true crime. She commutes to work for a job as a marketer. Then she has a second job as a workout instructor, but the podcasts are still going. And she's still listening while she cooks, winds down, and then falls asleep. Podcast still playing. What is wellness? What's a podcast about wellness? Is uh, it probably tips on health and you know, exercise. Eat, exercise. Like yeah. two women, and they go, you know, I feel good. You feel good. I feel good too. How do you know you it's a woman I, or women? Men, you wouldn't believe men don't talk there. about wellness. Yes, they do. They do not. How do you know, Eric? You know any men who talk about wellness? Uh, no. <laughs> well, we talk about going to the gym and stuff. There you but go, working out. Wellness. Yeah, no, we don't categorize it as wellness. Oh, okay. we ca we categorize it as working out. Come on, Ken, help me out here. <laughs> me? Yeah. yeah. Ken, when was the last time you talked with another guy about wellness? Ken walks. He likes to walk. He cares about what he eats. He doesn't need a no, no, hamburger no, no, no. every single day. Not, not that we exercise. Wellness. That's it's a part whole, of it. It's a whole podcast. They go on for an hour. Yeah, John's right, though. Deborah, how many of these shows could you do? I don't know. Because I don't really listen to day? podcasts, but maybe what, I should. What, what do they do? Like when they get to episode two. <laughs> After they've gone through these stereotypes what, what about you, being well, right? What are you going to say? What do they do in episode two? Like, I can understand if you did a podcast on illnesses, right? Because, yeah. you know, illnesses are fascinating. A thousand things can go on with your body, and it can be all disgusting and gross and tragic. I mean, that could go on all day. About, How about recovering from illness? All right, recovering. That's part of wellness. <laughs> but wellness is about making sure you're always well. Now, Happiness. Back Back to people who listen to podcasts 24-7. It's called part of a loneliness crisis. It takes the place of casual chatter with friends, or it mimics the feeling. Pellin said, I just like listening to hearing humans talk. It reminds me we're all connected. 
Okay, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I don't listen to podcasts to feel connected to someone else. I'm trying to get some information. Mm, we're all connected. Including your own podcast, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm giving information to my listeners. You should That's you right. should get into wellness. I think you should shift away from this sports uh, stuff <laughs> and get it. That's that's all the rage. Um, oh, and then I like this one. Uh, a woman named Praise Tolbert. Praise? These names aren't real. Uh, full-time mom in Florida. She uses podcasts to combat intrusive thoughts. Hmm. Uh-oh. A difficult symptom of her bipolar disorder. Oh, so the other voices in your head replace those uh -huh. thoughts in your head. Yeah. Yes, and she, uh, I, I think, uh, is she the one with the kid? And the kid wants to know why she's always got the... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. She has a three-year-old. Yeah. She the has a three-year-old, right. The three-year-old... Uh, wants to know why she always is listening to a podcast. And um, she can't explain to him that mommy has all these voices talking to her in her head, and the podcast voices chase the other voices away. Because but you're still sticking with your... You recommend this for people, just as long as it's a Johnny Ken podcast. I recommend our show, yes. If people are going to do this, I can't control what goes on out there. I'm just saying we have the perfect show. Uh, uh, to listen to 24-7 because I think there's thousands of our shows uh, on the iHeartRadio app. So Over the weekend, I clicked the story, clickbait. It's the opposite of this one. It's called silent walking. The idea that you walk and you have nothing playing in your head. Yes. You're I not talking on the phone. You're not looking at your phone. You're right. not listening to a podcast. You're not listening to music. You're just walking with your own thoughts. A chance for you to just kind of collect yourself. That's completely opposite. That's what I like doing. I like you, being alone. I don't need to walk, dude. I don't need. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll walk. I'll walk. Uh, this is like the Macy's story. I'll right, walk. exactly. I, I've gone to Macy's. <laughs> to I, buy a suit? I, I've walked through Macy's, okay? It's <laughs> a good one. I've walked through Macy's silently. <laughs> silently. No podcasts. You know, I do have those voices in my head, but. Yeah. All right. Well, don't forget the John and Ken On Demand podcast is there for you if you are a 24-7 person. You can listen to it. It's a three-hour show, so they can listen to it eight <sighs> times a day. Yeah. You, 1,300? We have 1,376 total right 1,376. now. 1,376. 1,379 after at 4 o'clock. Okay. So. There you go. 1,379 separate hours that you could listen to. That'll take <laughs> you through the weekend. Don't <laughs> bitch about loneliness to us, okay? We've done our part. All right. Well, we like to keep you up to date with things. What's going on with the speed camera bill in Sacramento? It could be coming to a neighborhood near you. They're already trying it out in some places. This, of course, would automatically send you a ticket if you go a certain amount over the speed limit. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark Lott in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for 
for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.